This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. Each week we give the world globe a spin and see where we land. Then we take the kids of Australia on an audio excursion to visit that country and its people. I'm Amanda Bauer and today on Squiz the World we're visiting the Gold Coast. Not the one in Queensland, but the one in sub-Saharan Africa, meaning all the countries in Africa south of the Sahara Desert. This country is also famous for high life and hip life. Can you guess where we're heading? It's a tricky one, isn't it? Strap yourselves into the Squiz Kids Superfast Supersonic Jetliner as we take off and take a squiz at Ghana. Just the facts. Ghana is in West Africa, above the equator. Its neighbours are Côte d'Ivoire and Togo, and before it became independent from England, it was known as the Gold Coast. Now, the Gold Coast in Queensland is called that because after World War II, so many people were going there on holidays that it became quite expensive. And journalists started calling it the Gold Coast because you needed a lot of money to afford it. But the country we now call Ghana was named the Gold Coast because, yes, it had a lot of actual gold. In actual fact, it was Portuguese explorers who discovered gold between two rivers in Ghana. And their name for the area was Costa de Ouro, which means Gold Coast. Along came the Dutch in the late 1500s and set up Nederlandse Bezittingen der Kuste von Guinea. Then the Swedes jumped into the game in the mid-1600s with the Svenska Guldkusten and the Danish with the Danske Guldkist. Now, my Portuguese, Swedish and Danish aren't what they used to be, but essentially everyone called it their Gold Coast. So perhaps it's not surprising that when Britain took control of most of the area in 1874, they called it the Gold Coast. With so many Europeans focusing only on the gold in the ground, it's probably not surprising that when Ghana became independent, they went with a name that had nothing to do with gold. Ghana means strong warrior king, and it's a good fit considering the Ashanti people of Ghana spent 100 years fighting the British from 1800 to 1900, and then when military action failed, the Ghanaian people began a campaign of non-violent protests which finally led to independence. Ghana was the first country in sub-Saharan Africa to become independent, and it inspired many other African countries to fight for independence too. Nowadays, Ghana is a democracy of 32 million people and is said to be one of the freest and most stable countries in Africa. It's considered a multinational country because it's home to many different religious and ethnic groups. There are 12 official languages, including English and Ghanaian Sign Language. Whenever you travel, it is important to learn a few words in the country's language. It's a great way to show respect. So let's... Learn the lingo. We are so lucky to have with us today Squiz Kid Iwura Ama, who is nine years old and lives in Ghana. Now, we all know how to speak English, which is one of the official languages, so she's going to teach us a few words in Asante Tui, which is spoken by about four million people. Awura Ama, how do we say hello? Ago. Ago means hello. Go on, you give it a try. Agu. 
People are always really grateful when you just try to speak their language. They may even thank you for it. Hey, Uwurama, how do we say thank you? Medase. And medase to you too, Uwurama. By the way, here's a fun fact about names in Ghana. Ghanaian kids are automatically given a name depending on what day of the week they're born. Iwura Ama was born on a Saturday, and Ama means Saturday. I was born on a Saturday too, so if I were Ghanaian, I'd also be known as Ama, which, come to think about it, is pretty close to Amanda. Each day of the week has a female and a male name, and each language has its own name. The girls' names usually start with A, and the boys with a K sound. One of Ghana's most famous diplomats is Kofi Annan, who was Secretary General of the United Nations. Kofi is a word for Friday in the Asante Twi language. I'll pop a link to the names of the days of the week into your episode notes so you can see what your name would be if you were Ghanaian. Well, now that we all have Ghanaian names and can communicate a little bit, it's... Time for school! Kids in Ghana start school when they're just four years old and included in their daily lessons for the first two years are music and dance and environmental studies and lots of PE. Fun. Once they're six, primary school starts in earnest and it's a lot like school in Australia. Kids wear uniforms, they learn in English, but one difference is that they get a nutritious meal served to them for free at school each day. (laughs) So tasty. But not all kids in Ghana go to formal school. Those who live out in the countryside in small villages are sometimes not enrolled in school. Their parents are hardworking farmers on small plots of land and the kids help on the farm and at home. But the Ghanaian government, together with organisations from other countries who focus on education, started a program for them that runs in the afternoons to help them to learn to read and write and do maths. They spend just nine months doing the program and they're then able to join in school in year four or five. So they learn incredibly quickly. And these kids are also very resourceful. I've seen photos of kids practicing their reading with younger siblings and even writing on the walls of their homes to practice maths. I wonder how your parents would feel about you doing that. One of the best things about visiting another country is immersing yourself, which means surrounding yourself in a different culture. Let's get cultural. Do you like the high life or maybe the hip life? These might sound like fancy ways of living, but they're actually two styles of music that started in Ghana. High life started in the 19th century. Its roots are in traditional African music, but it's played with Western instruments. We've been listening to high life during this podcast. If you've got a careful ear, you can probably pick up on some jazzy horns and multiple guitars. In high life, guitars are often played with two fingers plucking the strings, which is a really common way to play guitar in Africa. So what's hip life? Well, that's high life music with hip hop lyrics. In fact, many people believe that the first ever rapper was a Ghanaian. Gayeru Ble Ambole released a record in 1973, which was recorded in front of a small audience when he was playing high life music with fast spoken poetic lyrics. Some of them are even in English. The song was called Simingwado, and I'll pop a link to a recording in your episode notes, as well as a mixtape of hip life music that's more recent. I dare you to try to stay still. 
I've learned a ton about Ghana and now I'm starving. I think it might be dinner time. Hands up if you like rice. It's a staple food, meaning that it's eaten often for people all over the world. Ghana has 90 ethnic groups and 50 different languages spoken, and so each group has its own special dish. But jollof rice is eaten by everyone. It's also very popular in Nigeria and Senegal, and each country claims that it's the original creator of jollof rice. Sounds a bit like the pavlova debate between New Zealand and Australia. Our friends at the Ghanaian Embassy in Canberra have sent Squiz Kids their favourite jollof rice recipe, so we know we have an authentic one. You need rice, of course, with onions and tomatoes and some other veggies and a bunch of simple spices. It's usually served with chicken, beef or a salad. And I think I know what I'm cooking for dinner tonight. I'll pop a link to the recipe in your episode notes so you can give it a go too. And don't forget to say medase to the embassy when you dig into dinner. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question one. What was Ghana called when it was a colony of Britain? That's right. It was the Gold Coast. Question number two. What's the name of a new form of Ghanaian music that takes high-life music and adds fast lyrics? You got it. It's hip life. Question number three. If you're a girl in Ghana, with which letter will your name most likely start? That's right. Like all the cool kids, it'll start with an A. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for staying curious about the world and joining me on this incredible trip to Ghana. Now get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out.